Hey, hey, hey! Heads up, bitches. Welcome to another episode of Cut the Shit. I am Christian Tucker, giving you just another idiot's view of the world. I will be ranting and raving about this week's crap that has caught my attention for its stupidity or its uniqueness or its newsworthiness, or at least what I deem newsworthy anyways. As always, don't forget to catch us on the web at www.cuttheshitalready.com. There you will find links to hit to subscribe to our podcast. Also, you'll find a link to Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at PLZ Cut the Shit, as well as Facebook. You can go to www.facebook.com forward slash cut the shit already forward slash. Got something good to say or pass along? Do it at any of these locations. Got some putrid shit to spew my direction? Do it there also, dirtbag. We welcome it all. Okay, so let's get this shit going, shall we? batteries are dead and I can't find batteries anywhere. So, I'm bet you're surprised I had a wired mouse. Um, you know, I had a wired mouse because uh, I use a Mac Mini to do my editing and so forth on. Uh, i got my MacBook stuff that I carry around and do everything else, but it's hard to edit video stuff on a little 13-inch screen. And when you open a Mac Mini up out of the box and try to set it up, it doesn't detect your Bluetooth keyboard, or your Bluetooth mouse. It's an Apple product, right? Apple computer, Apple keyboard, Apple mouse. It doesn't fucking detect it. So I get on forums or everything else, everybody else has the same problem, so it's not just me. So I literally had to go and buy a wired mouse at the Office Depot for like 10 bucks, so I can then go to the Bluetooth settings and connect it. It's fucking asinine, so keep that in mind. All right, so, uh, what do we got going on today? Looks like we got one, two, three, four topics. Four seems to be the magic number as of lately. Let's just get into it. Uh, yesterday, the new trailer, by the time this comes out, uh, the movie will probably already be out, but the trailer for Mission Impossible, the new one, came out yesterday. And I say that because, again, I'm going to be traveling every weekend for the next five, six weeks. So... I'm trying to get four or five of these in the can, and um, I think this will be the fifth one that I've pre-recorded, right? So, uh, very possible by the time this podcast comes out, Mission Impossible is already in the theaters. I don't know the release date, but... Um, so, the Mission Impossible trailer uh, looks fucking great. I love all the Mission Impossible movies. I thought the first one was kind of weak. You know, they went by the book, so to speak. Uh, but that's after that they started kind of changing it up. You know, Tom Cruise grew his hair out uh, for like part two or three and just did some cool stuff. Anyways, um, a lot of people have issues with Tom Cruise. You know, he's a fucking wackadoo. He's a church Scientologist. You know, his marriages and weirdness. I agree 100%. His personal life I'm not even going to touch on. Everybody has personal lives and we don't need to be touching on them if we don't have to. What I do want to touch on is his 
ability to pick movies throughout his fucking career. If they haven't been a home run uh, financially, they've been a home run as far as being good quality fucking movies. Um, again, he's had a couple here and there um, that, you know, there's that one movie he did about something of the lambs or something where it was a, it was a like a war criminal movie or some shit. I can't remember exactly. I never even fucking saw it, so I can't even tell you if it was good or not. Uh, but it didn't appeal to me. Most of his movies appeal to me. Most of the time I see he's in a new movie, I want to see it. You know, the last movie he was in, The Mummy, it got eviscerated. I didn't think it was that fucking bad. Uh, I thought the Russell Crowe, uh, Dr. Hyde character was a little, or Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, that's what it is, um, was unnecessary. Got introduced way too quick in the whole nine hours. But anyways, let's get back to this. So Tom Cruise, the reason I want to touch on Tom Cruise is, um, you know, he busted his ankle. Uh, he's always doing his own stunts, doing crazy stuff to, for the, the, these movies that he does. And I admire that. I respect the fuck out of that. Uh, he is over 50, so he needs to, he probably needs to chill that shit. But when you look at him, he's kind of like Keanu Reeves. He doesn't look like he's in his 50s. He looks like he's in his 30s and shit. They don't seem to age, those two men. So fuck them. Um... But my big thing about Tom Cruise, and this is going to sound so gay, I know it is, but when he's on screen and you're watching him, uh, whether it's in a theater or in your house, and he smiles at the camera, <sighs> again, it's so gay, I know it, but I smile back. He has this infectious smile, and I think that's what draws people to him. I think that's what makes him so successful, is that he has this energy, aurora, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that actually draws you into him. So when he's on TV and he's doing a fight scene or something and then afterwards he makes a smart ass remark or he weeks at a girl and he smiles, I literally find myself smiling back at the fucking TV. I feel like I catch myself doing it. I feel like a fucking idiot. But he's just got that type of smile. Um, on screen, he's impossible not to like. In person, all of his issues, I don't know. But uh, I'm actually excited to see. Um, I don't go to the movie theaters all that often. As I mentioned in the past, I used to own a pest control company. So let me just real briefly tell you this. Uh, okay, a public service announcement. A PSA, as they call it. So when I owned my own pest control company, we used to do a lot of bed bug jobs. And here's what would happen. You'd go to the person's house or the person's apartment to do the job. And they're going to be out of this house all fucking day so that you could do your work. Once they left the house, where do you think these people went? First off, a lot of these people still carry bed bugs on them. Even though you tell them, wash their clothes, put on a fresh pair of clothes, leave the house, don't take anything with you, they don't, right? They don't listen. Uh, the woman keeps her purse on the couch, bed bugs get into the purse. Uh, the husband's jacket is laying across the bed, bug bugs get into it. You get there, they grab the purse, they grab their jacket, they fucking leave. They think they did everything they were supposed to, but they, they always fuck up somewhere, somehow, some way. Shoes uh, were left over by the dirty clothes hamper, got bed bugs in it, they put the shoes on. So then what happens is these people, they got eight hours to be out of the fucking house. So most of them do a couple, almost all of them do this. They'll head to the mall, do some shopping, try on some clothes. So they may now just spread some bed bugs in a Dillard's, a Macy's, a Hollister, what the fuck ever. Uh, then they'll go and maybe uh, eat at Olive Garden or something, right? They sit in the booth. Guess what? They may have just contaminated that booth and left some uh, bed bugs in it. And then they always go and see a movie. Some of these people go see two or three movies just to kill the fucking day. And while they're in the movie theater, guess what? 
the bed bugs can crawl off them and get onto the chairs so that the next person who sits in them could get the bed bugs on them. And there have been reports of theaters with bed bug issues. Don't believe me, just fucking Google it. So, because of my first-hand experience with this, see what a fucking nightmare it is, how expensive it is for the people, how much should they end up having to throw away? Beds, mattresses, dressers sometimes, you know, couches. Uh, it, it's just, I have nightmares about this shit. So, so uh, I refuse to go to the movie theater because of that. I very rarely go. It's for movies that I really, really, really want to fucking see. Such as, you know, Star Wars, Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, sucked. Um, Deadpool. I'm going to go see Deadpool 2 at the theater. Uh, I'm going to go see Solo, a Star Wars story, at the theater. And I want to go see Mission Impossible at the theater. I want to see Avengers uh, at the theater, this last one, Infinity War. But just so fucking busy, I just don't know if I'm going to get the chance. So, we'll see. So, again, my whole thing on that is... Tom Cruise's smile is fucking ridiculous. And like an idiot, I, I smile back at the guy. Um, so I think that's what uh, appeals to a lot of people. It, it does me, whatever. Like I said, I'm in touch with my sensitive side, whatever, I can go with that. All right, let's move on. Um, in Florida, in Ocala, Florida, I believe. This little bitch. Um, a teacher, I guess they had... Uh, an agriculture teacher at a high school, they had some chickens or something, and some raccoons actually killed one of the chickens. I've never heard of raccoons killing a fucking chicken. I always thought that was coyotes, foxes, dogs, but not raccoons. So, whatever. Um, so they put out some traps, and the teacher caught a couple raccoons. He then brings the students out. They fill up 55-gallon drums with water, and he watches, he has the kids watch as he takes the traps with the raccoons, sticks them in the 55-gallon drum, and drowns these fucking raccoons. Every time they keep trying to come for air, he has one of the kids use a stick to push it back down. You know, there's a lot of things that uh, you learn in science class, biology class, agriculture class, so forth and so on. You know, you're dissecting a frog, right? Or a baby pig uh, in biology and so forth. You're dealing with animals that are dead and have expired and, and now are being used for scientific purposes, educational purposes. There is no scientific or educational purpose to catching a couple raccoons and drowning them in front of your high school students. It's fucking sick. Uh, it's disturbed. This guy, obviously, I'm assuming it's a guy. They just said the teacher. I didn't really see the, if it was a male or female. But I'm assuming it's a male. He needs to be fired. Now, they came out and said that there's nothing against the law. He didn't do anything against the law. Um, so apparently it's not illegal to drown fucking raccoons. Uh, maybe it's not illegal, but it's definitely immoral. Uh, and I wouldn't doubt if PETA, God help this fucking guy, if PETA gets involved, and they will. Uh, but I also saw that uh, the Florida Department of Wildlife Management or whatever is investigating. I'm sure there'll be some fines or something. The guy should lose his fucking job. It's poor judgment, right? If you catch a couple raccoons, you take them out into the swamp or into the forest and you fucking release them and you tell your kids this is how you fucking do it. This is a humane way to fucking get rid of a nuisance pest such as a raccoon. Not, hey, let's catch them and fucking drown them. What they do with the bodies after they fucking drown them? I mean, it's just, who, who took these dead, wet carcasses out of the cage and stuff? So this teacher is a fucking idiot. Um, and again, I hope this teacher loses his fucking job. Uh, 
Moving along here, a golfer who literally just won an event. Let's see if we can pull this shit up. Blah, 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 blah. All right, because this goddamn computer is taking forever um, to open up this website, I've been having a really bad signal on my Wi-Fi here lately. We're going to move on. We're just going to do it from the phone. What else do you have a damn phone for? It's a little miniature computer, right? So, ready? A PGA golfer's wife charged with attacking him after calling him a pussy for playing badly in a tournament. Um, that's, that's just crazy. I guess uh, it was at the Players' Championship in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. The actual player that was attacked by his wife is Lucas Glover. He started out great shooting a 68 on Thursday and followed that with one par uh, 71 on Saturday. But then he shot a whopping 78 on uh, Sunday with six bogeys on the back nine and was cut before the final day. He's the one that ended up making $21,000 when he could have made more, right? When Glover returned to the home he had rented with his wife, Krista, and their two young children, she lit into him according to police report. She called him a loser and a pussy before physically attacking him. Lucas told deputies how when he plays a bad round of golf, Krista proceeds to start an altercation with him and telling him how he's a loser and a pussy and how he needs to fire everyone and how he'd better win or her and the kids would leave and he would never see the kids again. This fucking bitch. What's that tell you right there? Just hearing that story, what does that tell you? Take a quick second, kind of think about it. When I hear that story, I think, gold digging bitch. She's only with him because he is a professional golfer. She's only with him because he can make a shit ton of money. And this bitch likes fucking a shit ton of money, right? What bitch doesn't help? Uh, I like a shit ton of money. But I didn't marry somebody just fucking for money or some shit. Hell, I didn't ever even marry for money. I was always young and poor and stupid, right? But my point is, if you have a normal husband fucking wife relationship, right, with two kids, and your husband is a professional golfer, and let's just say the breadwinner, right? She may make 70000 a year, but as a professional golfer, he could make in the millions, right? So, um, he has a bad round of fucking golf. You're at the house, you're watching it. Maybe you cuss a little bit. God damn, what the fuck is he doing? How do he fuck that putt up? How do he fuck that chip up? How do he fuck that drive up, right? You say those things, blah, blah, blah. But then when he gets home and he walks through the door, it's a hug, it's a kiss, it's an okay, baby, it's all right, I love you. You know, better luck next time, you know. We'll get, I'll go with you tomorrow to the range and we'll practice together and da-da-da, whatever. You're supportive, in other fucking words, right? You have his back. Because um, you don't think he doesn't know he fucking blew this, right? He choked or whatever. You don't think the whole way home uh, on the plane and then the cab back to the house that he's feeling like fucking shit. So then to walk in the door and have his bitch of a fucking wife call him a loser and a pussy because he fucking played bad on one particular day. Um, that's not love. It's not love. Uh, what was his name? Lucas Glover? Lucas, she does not love you, dude. She does not care for you. Uh, she is not going to take the kids. Uh, she, she may try to divorce you, but she's not going to be able to take the fucking kids. You're the fucking breadwinner. You're the fucking father. You're the one who's been there. She does shit like this. Uh, yeah, you'll at bare minimum have 50-50 custody. You might even be able to get it all. So don't let her fucking hold this, I'm going to take the kids bullshit over your head, because that's not going to fucking happen. Um, 
So yeah, this bitch, I, I didn't catch her name. Um, this guy, let's face it, he probably married over his head, right? She's probably some fucking hottie, some little golf uh, groupie hottie that latched onto him. He's probably not all that fucking hot, probably not nice body or whatever. So he definitely married way over his head. Um, so some may say he's getting what he asked for. But I guarantee you, he probably fell in love with her, right? She's hot. Oh my God, it's the best thing I've ever had. Pussy's great. She, oh man, she looks good naked. He fell in love with this bitch. They had fucking kids together. She's only in it for the fucking money, the notoriety, and, and potential fame that sheds off of him by being married to him, right? So yeah, dude, she doesn't love you. She doesn't care for you. Kick that bitch to the fucking curb. He won't. I guarantee you. He's he's pussy whipped. For her to be talking to him that way, treating him that way, when he's out making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, tells you this guy's a fucking big vagina. He needs to grow a dick and, and handle this shit. Somebody needs to punch him in the belly so his penis can pop out, and then he needs to fucking handle this shit. All right. All right. So I think that we'll make this the end here because I have probably another 30 or 40 minutes left of this podcast that I want to tell this story and I don't want to be rushed. So I think I will stop it here and I will create a part two or a bonus uh, episode of this story I want to tell. Basically, the story I want to tell is a time where me and my son went to Puerto Rico and uh, we almost died in a riptide and how it profoundly changed both of our lives. So... I think I will, like I said, create a bonus episode as opposed to having an hour-long episode. So once again, I want to thank everybody for joining us for episode 27 of Cut the Shit Podcast. And as always, check out www.cuttheshitalready.com. And there you can find old podcasts, old videos, all that good stuff. And as uh, Ron Burgundy always says, stay classy. And until next time, thanks, guys.